Welcome to The Emily Osmond Show. I'm your host, Emily Osmond, an online marketing educator, leader of an incredible global community of female entrepreneurs and a content creator based in Melbourne, Australia. This show is designed to bring you practical strategies and candid real stories of entrepreneurs to help you make marketing, mindset and money your superpowers. Let's get into the show. In 1996, Alexandra Ganipo followed an Australian boy she met in London, settled in Melbourne, married the boy, had two beautiful children, and managed to work around a very busy household, tutoring in many schools and private homes, spreading her French language and culture ever since. However, in June 2019, fate decided to challenge her with a breast cancer diagnosis. Alexandra was forced to stop for a while to focus on her treatments to get back to health. This forced hiatus allowed her to stop, really stop, and think about what would be coming next and how. Finding the light at the end of a very long and dark tunnel was a real challenge in itself. It was clear that going back to the old way wasn't going to suit. After treatments were completed, Alexandra and her family took time off and went to the northern New South Wales coast to recharge, reset and shake off any trace of the horrible year that was 2019. It was there that the idea of scaling her tutoring business came along and another sliding door moment came when she there and then threw herself in and joined my scalable program. Many challenges, frustrations, exciting moments, another forced confinement due to COVID this time and everything in between. The French hack was born, but after a few months finding her feet in this new old role, Alexandra is happily working from home on her terms, growing two online French teaching memberships, creating a lovely community of Francophiles and loving every minute of it. In this episode, Alex shares the learnings, the challenges, and the wins of scaling her business in a way that works for her and her lifestyle with these two online memberships. And in exciting news, my course Scalable, which Alexandra has been through, is opening for enrollment on the 18th of May for one week. And there's now also a VIP mastermind option. So join me as I run a free online class to learn about the three core elements of scaling an online program without relying on exhausting launches, having a mega email list or being famous online and ask me your questions. Just go to emilyosmond.com forward slash scale, register your name down and join me for the live webinar on May 18th. Now let's bring on Alexandra Ganipol. I'd love to chat about kind of your foray into the online program world and why you decided to do it, what it's looked like, what learnings you've had. It's a funny little trigger that you put in my head because I've been teaching and tutoring for, you know, ever, over 20 years. Then I had a little bit of a break during which I did something completely different, which was interior and writing blogs and learning how to use Instagram and all that fun stuff because 
teaching and tutoring. It's very dry. There was not much fun time. And when my son started high school, it, it was just, I just had enough. And because I work privately, my work was taking me out of my house every night, which I had enough. I just had enough. So everything. And that's how, you know, I just had a bit of a few years, not off, but doing other things, just something a little bit more fun for me. Then I got sick. I got really sick. And everything stopped. My whole life stopped. I stopped working. I stopped writing. I stopped caring. I stopped cooking. I basically took about eight months off completely to just do my treatment and rest and make sure, you know, so it was very much essential only. And unfortunately, even work was completely off the card, which I was fine with. What was worrying was to wonder if I was ever going to be able to work again or care again or do anything again because you're so sick and so depleted that it's very hard to see the light. But, you know, so I finished my treatment and everything is good and I know I'm going to be fine, I'm recovering. And week after week, slowly but surely, I felt like, I could do something again, but what is it going to be? You know, I think the best explanation, and I've used that analogy a few times to people, you know, the treatment and the illness and everything that I went through probably put me into pieces completely, deconstructed me for a bit. So all the pieces were there, but, you know, all lay out on the floor. And then you build again. And when you build again, you, if you stop and think, which I did for many months, you can't do it on your term. It's a bit like, you know, you're building a house right now. And there were a few rules that you still have to follow, you know, but on the whole, you do what you want. Like, and that's kind of what I sort of, that was the space I was in, which was amazing because it's not often that you get to reinvent yourself or to or to truly take 100% control. And I was very fortunate. I was, you know, in a position where I could do that. I could take my time. I could, I didn't have to rush back to work. And, you know, I'm, I'm totally aware of, of my privilege. But I really wanted to do something for me on my term. Because for all these months, I didn't really take great care of my family. And they were fine. Like, Trust me, they function without me and, you know, <laughs> homemade soup. I know. <laughs> they function without homemade soup every day. It's like, what? They can make a sandwich? So, you know, but it sounds really silly, but all this accumulation, and I thought, hmm. And then, so I was in Byron Bay. We were having a big, nice little break on the beach with, you know, my husband and my boys. And that's when you come in. You know, you were talking about the Skyball program that you were just about to launch. You know, it's like in the movies when you have the situation and then you get the lightning, sort of literally everything. And I truly remember I went, I think I can scale my French teaching business. I can actually transform it into a business and not just a little bit of tutoring that I used to do. And off I went on holiday and I thought about it and I looked into it and I still had no idea, but I just went. I'm going to do that. And ta-da, just, you know, I mean, a year and a bit later, it's um, it's a real business. It's still growing, but it's good. And I did it during COVID. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, what a year to do it. But also a year that everyone is kind of 
at home and online and seeking connection. Oh, Alex, thanks for sharing that. What I'd love to hear, tell us about what your business, well, I guess used to look like before you got sick. What were you doing? Because I know it was a, a totally different space to what you're doing now. Totally. Uh, I mean, it's same but different. And that's why it's still so totally different. Basically, I've been tutoring French students, adults, French companies for from kindergarten to head offices and, you know, mentoring French people in French, tutoring, you know, conversation, grammar, all that sort of things. Mostly the last few years were private tutoring in people's homes for VCE students. So year 11, 10, 11 and 12. So that was definitely more where I decided to, to focus on over the last few years. And what does your business look like now? Explain it to us. I get a membership now. I get two. I know. I'm um, like, hang on a minute. You've not just launched one, but you've done two. It was very interesting to think, okay, how can I put this online? How can I reach more people? How can I make it fun? Truly, you know, the teaching of any kind can be very dry and very, very, I don't want to say boring because I love teaching, but let's not kid ourselves. You know, grammar and tenses, it's, it, it's, it's very dry and language has to be fun. So, you know, I, I decided to make French fun learning, uh, French learning fun again, basically. Um, and I had to find how we do that because we can't get around tenses and we can't get around grammar. We can't get around a lot of things. So I think I launched in the very first, probably was May. And the light bulb, really huge thing that sort of tilted the business came in February and I started to add something to my membership that just went okay I nailed it this is what people want and it's a daily conversation so the membership comes with one hour every day where I open my zoom room at lunchtime and people jump in have a chat. They can stay 10 minutes. They can stay a full hour. They can come every th third day. They can come with their lunch if they're in their lunch break and working. And this is amazing because I created a community, not just a language study thing. So ladies, I have mostly ladies, you know, they know each other now. They talk to each other. They In French? Yes, they yes. do. Sometimes in English, but it doesn't matter because they have that in common, Amelie. And that's just really wonderful. And I didn't think of that, you know, when you first start something, you, you just see, you know, the next step and yes, the next step. You never know what it's going to become. So that was pretty amazing. And now, uh, you know, every month for the Melbourne ladies, we catch up. We do something French every month. So on Sunday, we're playing pétanque oh. and uh, we went to the French festival or in May I've organized with some French ladies who do jewelry I've organized a workshop and we're going to make a little piece of jewelry in French so it's that plus the daily conversation plus weekly I send some work because hey we gotta do some work yeah. so it's basically a, a, an absolute shower of French every day but people pay for a monthly membership it's that simple Alex, I love it. And do you know what I love is that the people that I've worked with to create their online programs, 
Once they've created it, they then get to make it their own and experiment and also see what their members really like love as well. And it's going to be different for everyone. And so the fact that you have created really your own unique way of running your online program in the way that satisfies you, because it's important to have that to make it fun for you by the sounds of it and also for your members too and to create those senses of connection between people which is so so powerful so i absolutely love hearing that alex it's exactly that you know at first you're so rigid you think you should be doing something like this and as you go along i mean obviously that comes with a little bit more i don't want to say confidence i'm not quite there yet but I'm sensing and I'm pretty intuitive and I'm asking questions to people. And because we pretty much catch up, you know, there's some ladies who come every day. So I see them more than I see my husband, yeah. to be honest. Like it is so much fun. It's, it's definitely a connection. What's your other membership, Alex? Well, because of this, I started to have a lot of people asking me again about the student. And last year, honestly, it was horrible for, for kids doing year 11 and 12. It was horrible. I really feel for them. They were incredibly, incredibly resilient, these kids. Like, my kids were fine. They were at the age where it didn't really matter. But for those last, for you know, those year 11 and 12. So I was sort of smashed with work and people asking me how you know we can help and online that was one good thing uh, you know that for me the timing obviously I didn't think about it when I throw myself in there but the timing suddenly I didn't have to justify working online that was done for me everybody had to work online so that was definitely a huge part of the um, the marketing and the work and the explanation that didn't need to be done. So that was good. So for a while, so we were doing one-on-one online tutoring, which I still do, but then I thought maybe I can do something else there. So I started for the year 11 and 12 kids doing French for VCE or IB. We do exactly the same, except we do it at 6 p.m. So we have one hour, Zoom room is open. And they can pop in, ask questions, just talk in French. Every now and then I do master classes when I can see they're a little bit tired. And we work on writing an essay or anything, you know, using a special tense that is a little bit tricky or just sometimes a pep talk because it's really lovely sometimes to to chat with somebody who, no judgment, we'll, um, we're just there to learn. So, uh, yeah, it's really good it's a lot of work but it's so good I can't believe you've gone from like last year to now having two communities that you have created from nothing because that's the thing we just create these from nothing and you've you've found your own way of doing it that just lights you up I can tell by by listening to you I love it it's such a privilege to be able to work like don't get me wrong I work a lot um you know i I don't slack off. It's every day. And because I have a 30-day challenge, so 30 days, you know, and I have I, I have something going on all the time. But it's manageable. My family is amazing at working around me as well because they're a little bit older now, my boys. And honestly, it's awesome. Was there anything that you, I guess, any like preconceived ideas or fears or doubts you had before you started your online programs that you were like telling yourself or thinking? Honestly, for me, the techie side of everything was like crippling. And, you know, I think again, you know, going through cancer treatment and everything, it takes a lot of fears, 
not a way, but you go, come on, get over it. This is a piece of equipment. I will work it out. And if I'm not, I will ask for help. I think I learned to ask for help. And that was really, I think, when I went, okay, I can do that. And yes, um, setting up a Kajabi account and setting, you know, doing all the things was it was awful, like seriously made me feel sick. But then you stop. I stopped for a couple of days going, as long as I'm moving forward, I'm okay. I want to move as fast or I want to move, you know, it would be maybe a bit shaky. I think I was okay with whatever. I think I was just so happy to get back into activity and work and getting my brain to do something and creating something. And I thought, I'll just see, you know, and again, like I said, I'm always, always super aware of, I had the luxury of time, not time because I really wanted everything done yesterday, but I, you know, I was able to, I didn't have, you know, three months or I had to quit and it was, so that was amazing. What were the biggest wins that you had from doing Scalable? How did that support you with this? Oh my gosh, the roadmap, the whatever question, whatever that needs to be done was obviously not done for me. I still had to do it, but it was the roadmap was there because honestly, I I would not. And even with the roadmap, there were moments I've really, really thought I was biting something bigger than I could chew no question I thought what what did I throw myself into you know there were a few days where I just shut the computer walked away and pretend it was not happening (laughs) and until eventually you know kind of slowly walking back to the computer and go okay let's just see another approach so um yeah I did it how has it changed I guess day-to-day life for you versus the previous type of business that you ran? How does your life look different now, day-to-day? I don't want to say it's hugely different, but I definitely, I don't leave my house, <laughs> not much, uh, I'm, I'm, unless Only I want by to. choice. <laughs> I, uh, I go for a walk with a girlfriend or, you know, I go to yoga and things. Uh, no, the, the definitely being home, you know, in the evening, you know, you always think when you have little children, because they require a lot of time and your time, you think when they're a bit older, it's going to be fine. And they need you equally, if not more, you know, when a teenager, I, I need to be here. I want to see him when he comes home. I want to, you know, the window of time he wants to talk is rare. And I have to be there when that happens. I have to be available. And I was not because of the line of work I did. I was living home just before they got back so I could go and see other children in their home. And that just did not sit right with me anymore. I just went, no, that's it. So that is amazing because knowing that we're under the same roof, of course, when I do my classes, I don't talk to them. Well, to my children, um, but they can, you know. Hector knows all my, my little one. I have an 11-year-old. He knows everybody because he comes in and says bonjour and he's being super cute and then he goes off. Uh, So, And that also is something that is not an issue, you know. It's, uh, yeah, So, so it's the same, but I do it from home with my family near me and I don't know it feels safe I love it and the driving I hate driving Melbourne is not a good driving city I hear ya I hear ya (laughs) zero commute (laughs) tell us about how you attracted your first few members what did that look like for you and then also how you 
attract members now? I don't know how I'd had my first. I just threw myself on Instagram like a rookie and hoped for the best. And it was really shaky. It was really bad because when I did my other Instagram account, you know, with my blog and everything, I thought that was okay. But suddenly it was a whole different vibe. And that was really hard because young, um, you know, teenagers don't go on Instagram. Uh, they go on Instagram, but they don't certainly not follow teachers on Instagram. I can assure you that was really hard. Now that it's a lot of word of mouth. I don't know. I don't know. Something seems to be clicking now. There seems to be a little bit more of a snowball effect I think I found my visual thing as well it sort of came organically um, I love Canva you know like so you sort of play around um, I do spend a lot of time talking very candidly um, on um, stories and people seem to like that what's your visions or goals for the next year or so with the with the memberships what are you working on I have booked a weekend, a French weekend away. People can't travel. I can't travel. So I have booked the most beautiful French house in the country, in Victoria. So in October, we're having a weekend. So I'm working on the planning and what we're going to do. And anyway, that's going to happen. And I'm really, really working on also maybe developing um, because the online is great, but definitely do. Um, I'm going to, I don't know, this is just in a, on the board yet. There's nothing organized, but you're the first to know. Ooh, okay, I love exclusives. <laughs> Very pleased to share with you. Now, I will be organizing, um, how do you call some masterclasses, but live for, you know, two hours. In person kind of thing? In person. Yes small group with a you know a workbook that they can take home and some people can join us on zoom so i will have the zoom thing for you know the the members who are in sydney or um so this is definitely another thing and after that i don't know because who knows what's next and i'm impulsive as well so i have an idea i jot it down i think about it if it's going to work it's or i'll give it a try if not it dies down so who knows who knows what could be next you know it's about i mean obviously the teaching of the language yes but it's more about the spreading the culture i have a movie club and we have a cooking thing and i'm always in touch with the french community in melbourne it's a huge community i mean they are extraordinarily talented and clever and I want to share that so again that community thing for me is priority so that's why whenever I meet somebody I'm like okay what could you do with my people you know so oh, we're going to have a wine testing thing as well um, coming up and just all that sort of fun stuff and it's so cool when you have kind of that base group of people that are part of your membership as well that you get to keep working with over time. I know that's something that I really, really enjoy is to have those longer term relationships and to see those people connect with each other too. It's so good. Yes. What would you say to someone else that might be looking at starting or considering maybe could I do something like Alex and create something online? What would you say to them? Listen, obviously, you know, you, you will absolutely just say go for it. I think 
Definitely surround yourself. I think, you know, we're all trying to, I mean, I don't know if it's me, but that's fine. I'll do that. That's fine. I'll work it out. I'm fine. I'm fine. And you're not fine. And, you know, so so that's why, you know, having the Scalable program and the Modern Marketing Collective, I still look into all those things every now and then. You know, I still go there, you know, having the right people, asking questions. I outsourced a little bit of things as well. Not much, but there were a few things. We kind of expect things to be the finished product straight away. Yes. And it's just, you know, and I'm sure you're laughing. You know what I'm talking about. I was just speaking with someone else about this today. It's like, you know, this can just be the first iteration. It doesn't have, you don't have to create like the end thing that you want right now. Just get that first first version done. You know, and I still have the little postcard that, that you know, you when you say don't let perfect stop you. Because it's truly, truly something that I now it's absolutely become how I see things. It's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. I don't have to look a certain way. You know, it was it was a big thing for me because obviously the illness made me look very differently. And I thought, how am I going to throw myself online? And then I thought, who cares? So I was going online with stupid hair and and it's fine. You know, it's just. Whatever it is that you do, it's not perfect and it doesn't matter. You move forward one step at a time and then two step back. I think it's just if you have a passion and if you have a glimpse of what you think it's going to look, I think it's worth giving it a shot. That's it. It's like that glimpse and you're like, you know what, you can create that. You just got to start taking steps towards it. I think so. People just want to connect. I think before anything they want to learn and they want to improve and they want to do better but they want to connect and you know no matter what business you're in even online the connection is extraordinary so that was a huge surprise because I'm looking forward to seeing the people and chatting and and I'm getting email and questions and it's I love it it's so good. And I love the way you talk about it. You just light up. It's It just shows that it's it's what you're meant to be doing. It's awesome. It's so funny, isn't it? And that's why I was saying, like, it's when you said, you send that email about Scalable and you said, you know, if you guys are teaching things or, and I went, oh, teaching French, that's what I do. And I went, oh my gosh, teaching French online membership. Oh my gosh. And that was it. So, um, you know, go you, because (laughs) I think I would have just gone back to just do some private tutoring, which is also fine. And I still do it, but the membership changed everything. And you're the one that did all the work to make it happen. So yeah, super impressed by you. Well done. Merci. Alex, thank you so much for being here. Where can everyone go to check out your programs and to chat French with you and your communities? Oh my gosh, uh, it's pretty easy. The best is actually just to either follow me on Instagram or on Facebook. It's the French hack. I think joining the mailing list is great because whether you're a member or not, I give monthly free masterclasses. So even to not people who are not members, people in Melbourne, obviously, one day I, prob- I might go to Sydney or yes. something to meet the people. But touring. at the moment, <laughs> I know. But at the moment, people in Melbourne, you know, we catch up every month. Then it's not just for members. That's the thing as well. People who are just curious or just want to have a little French moment can join. I think just just follow me on Instagram or Facebook or the mailing list and people will know everything that's going on. And I'm pretty active on uh, on social. So Awesome. And for those listening, send Alex a message and let her know that you tuned in and what your biggest takeaway was. That would be awesome. 
Well, Alex, we'll chat really soon. Merci, Emily. If listening to Alex sharing her learnings, her challenges and her wins of scaling her business in a way that works for her lifestyle with two online memberships really piqued something in you, then join me on May 18th for my free online class where I'll be sharing the three core elements to scale your business with an online program without relying on exhausting launches, having a mega email list or needing to be famous online and ask me your questions. Just go to emilyosmond.com forward slash scale to register and I'll see you there.